Whether you are starting a business or running a business, maybe you are producing a podcast like The Kara Golden Show. Let's face it, it's always way harder than one might expect. Lots of little details, meticulous planning, producing product, guest coordination, editing, promoting each episode. It's all a ton of work. Managing merchandise, managing cases and book sales too, layer after layer of complexity. And if you're like me, looking for ways to operate more efficiently and effectively is the name of the game. That's why I'm going to let you in on a little secret. ShipStation, the tool that is here to help you and you need to know all about it. With ShipStation, you can integrate with all the places you sell online, optimize your shipping, save costs and time. Personally, ShipStation has been a lifesaver for me. Its automation features allow me to manage orders from anywhere and print shipping labels with just a click. Seriously, it's that easy. And the cost savings? Unbelievable. With discounts up to 89% off carrier rates, you can't go wrong. Significant savings. And who doesn't want that? An easy-to-use dashboard, robust reporting. Oh, and did I mention that over 130,000 companies have leveraged ShipStation to grow their businesses? Not much churn either. 98% of them stay with ShipStation because it truly works. ShipStation is it. So if you're ready to streamline your shipping process and focus more on what you love, head over to ShipStation.com, the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CARA to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CARA. Use code CARA for a free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CARA. I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders. We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. I'm so excited to have my next guest here. We have Dion Baker, who is the founder and CEO of DB's Organics. And if you are not familiar with DB's Organics, then you are uh, living in a hole or not visiting stores lately because they are everywhere. And we had actually met through the EY Winning Women program a little while ago, and she is just an awesome, awesome entrepreneur, and I've been wanting to get her on for a while, and and now we're making it happen. So I'm very excited to have you all meet Dion, but also hear more about her business. And I have to, I have to ask everybody this question: Have you ever wondered what you might do after a career as a PhD medical researcher? and maternal fetal toxicology, well, you are going to hear. So Dion Baker was just that, and she was concerned about the impacts of harmful chemicals in food. 
And as a parent of a couple of young kids, she was frustrated with the lack of choices for her family in the organic snack option space. So she decided to start DB's Organics to fill the gap, focusing not only on creating great products, but also a company with a deep focus on environmental, social, and governance, also known as ESG issues. So DB's is well on its way to success. I'll let Dion tell you a little bit more about it, but I'm really, really excited that she's here with us today. So welcome. Thank you. And thanks for having me on the show, Kara. I'm really excited. Very, very excited. So before you started DB's Organics, can you share a little bit more about your career and what you were doing? Sure. Well, I think like many moms who end up starting a food company, (laughs) we have a background of kind of never expecting to go into the world of business. I was on my way to becoming a professor, doing a PhD, studying the effects of chemicals on fetal development during pregnancy, which then impacts uh, later health as you grow uh, into an adult and through childhood, and was loving what I was doing. And then ended up having an idea from something my kids came up with. And deciding very naively at that point, I'm going to launch a company. And I've grown and I've figured out a lot of stuff since then. So how would you describe DB's organics to people who are not familiar with it? Well, we were the very first company to come out with the full 100% organic, everything organic uh, fruit freezer pop. So um, I part of what I wanted to do was to take my knowledge about ingredients, where they're sourced, how they're sourced, uh, and come up with with foods that I could feed my own children. And one of our kids didn't eat any artificial colors, artificial flavors, artificial sugars, additives. He ate really from the earth. And I wanted to show him and his sister um, that we can create something that is from the earth. And then also, like you said, that has an ESG. And at that time, 10 years ago, ESG wasn't a thing. It was a kind of a thing for me, but I didn't know it was called ESG. And I didn't even know what a B Corp was at that time. And we quickly became one in 2014 when we learned about it. I love it. So part of your ethos is putting a huge emphasis on the ESG. Obviously, you have to have a great product. uh, But like you said, you didn't know anything about this. I mean, where did you begin when you were thinking, okay, I want to go start this company, I want to, you know, potentially get this product on the shelf, but you had no experience doing this. So what, I mean, where did you begin? I had no experience doing this. And part of, I think, who I am is I'm a, a, a learn, I love to learn. And I think that's, and I use my skills as a, as a researcher to figure out how do I do this? How do I get something from A to B? How, what what are the steps that you need to do? And when you, I, I was running a very big study at the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto, Canada at the time. And when I was came up with this idea, and I had to put a lot of things in place in order to run this big study. And I had to fund it. I had to develop the, the you know, the protocols I had to come up. So I did, I kind of used those skills because that's what I knew to start DB. So it might not be the typical way you would start a food company, but it was the way I knew. Um, and at that time, we used to make frozen products. Now they're not frozen at all until the customer takes them home. So very, very different. But really, that's how I got myself started. So did you like write a business plan for this? I mean, what would, I mean, what was kind of the early steps of this? 
I definitely wrote a business plan. Um, but as you know, and anyone knows, you end up, you know, especially in the beginning, you just kind of makeshift and you make things happen and you research and you figure out who to speak to. And I surrounded myself with amazing um, advisors very early on. And I still surround myself with advisors, although those advisors change and adjust as your company grows and your needs change. But um, I think that that was a really, I'm really proud of doing that. And I think that was a, a smart way to do it was ask people advice. And now I'm, you know, I've got my own group of, of people who call me and actually ask advice from me uh, when they're starting out. So I think that's a really wise thing to do when you're starting a business. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long, term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. 
Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think, and makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. So in terms of like those early people, one or two, who did you have that really kind of was the most helpful or or maybe not the most? I won't put you on the spot there, but super helpful. Well, uh, Derek Chan, he was the CFO at Vega and oh, they like, grew. Yeah, he's and amazing. Derek. Do you know Derek? Yeah, he's yeah. wonderful. I, I, he's still on our board of advisors. I put together an amazing board of advisors, and I just, I, I, I felt like I was like getting a bowl of like treats every time I would talk to him, because he had so much knowledge, and we would have these discussions. And I always say the best advisor is somebody you want to go for a, a walk with. Totally, and I could go for a walk with him any day, um, because he was so he just has that wisdom that he shares. So he's, to this day, he's very involved in the business. That's awesome. So was he helping you figure out, like, not only how to potentially create the product, but also how to get it on the shelf? Because, again, you did not, you're a very smart person. You knew how to research companies. uh, But this was not, this was a totally different industry. Totally different. At, At the time I was starting out, he joined a number of years ago, very early on, but it's been 10 years since I started. I figured the getting it on the shelf thing. Um, myself and early days, Matt Hall, he came from Nestle. He was also a wonderful advisor. But, you know, I worked hard. I learned about Expo West and I and I learned about getting enlisted with UNFI and getting 30 stores in an area in order to get a listing. And I, I drove through a tornado to make my meeting <laughs> literally with them in, in um, New Hampshire, Chesterfield, New Hampshire. Um, the first listing. And, you know, so I, I did a lot. And I think that it takes, you would know this, perseverance and push and definitely a little, we call it like mashugana, craziness, poco loco, whatever you want to call it. We ha- you have to have that, right? As yeah. an entrepreneur. 
because you go and you do crazy things that a lot of people would be like, eh, I'm going to go home, you know? Definitely. Well, and you're also, as you said, are doing something that no one had done. So I'm sure there were plenty of people who were doubting you or said, oh, that can't be done. What was kind of the thing that you heard early on that couldn't be done? Was it um, packaging it without preservatives or chemicals, which is sort of the mission of your company? Yeah, I mean, all of that. I, in the very beginning, um, I think especially as a female founder, I was told, uh, you know, from the bankers at the very, very beginning, like, what are you doing? You know, your husband has a great job. Don't worry about this. Just go home, cook, make some cookies. I mean, it, I, from the very start, you know, and then, um, yeah, it was, you know, the things can't be done. I mean, first, the first products we came out with were, were popsicles. We no longer make those at all. We only, we have two SKUs and we're just launching two more this year. But um, I was told you can't do this and you can't, I mean, all the time. And so, you know, we hired a food scientist early on who helped and really kind of asking the right questions. Because I'm one of those people that if someone says it can't be done, I'm like, really? You don't think so? You just said the wrong thing to right. me because I'll show you it can be done. <laughs> the challenge, right? I love it. So we talked a little bit about ESG. And I think over the last 10 years, it's um, that the definition of ESG has expanded and continues to expand. Um, yeah. So are there, do you think that's helped you to actually uh, not just for uh, marketing to the consumer, but also getting more and more shelf space? I mean, do um, the buyers really appreciate that? And um, I mean, you know, also things like uh, B Corps and I mean, even organic or like there, there's lots of different terms like that, but things that are um, that, that, I'd, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting because it was never done for marketing purposes. So when I started the company, I used the barometer of my children. Uh-huh. And would I be proud to tell my kids, this is how I'm building DVs. This is how I'm doing business. And we had, you know, a um, we built out an employee stock option program. We broke, built out a program called Dream Launcher. We are organic, not only for what we're feeding our kids, but because of the farmers and what, you know, their lives are being cut short with, um, the chemical sprays that are used in farming. And there, every single thing we did was about how do I show, how do I be a model to my own kids? And that was really the barometer. And so it, it, it's funny because it organically helped us with listings and it helped us with the consumer and it helped us with parents saying, oh my God, finally someone's doing this. You know, I've always wanted something without additives and malic acid and this and that that boosts our flavors. And so, I think it was it was a very organic way um, and something that definitely helped us um, along the way. And even being a certified woman-owned company, like so many different things that we were able to put in place that I still talk to my kids about now. They're 19 and 21. Um, so uh, they've been around the business and they've learned very organically. And they're kids that I have never, ever once had to say, hey, you've got to go do your homework, ever. Yeah, because they're <laughs> curious. Not, um, and, yeah, no, definitely I gotta work my butt off. In fact, sometimes I'm like, don't, don't work too hard. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Well, that's, that's amazing. So how long did it take you from the first, like, you're thinking about launching this business, you bring in advisors to kind of help you sort of think about it from the, the the moment that you decided I'm going to go launch this until you actually got it on the shelf. How long did it take? That was about a year. 
So the idea came in the kitchen when my two kids, one was making tea, one was making popsicles, and they were arguing over who was going to do what with me. And one said, Mommy, let's make teasicles. And uh, I, I kind of had that light bulb moment. And um, we still live in the same house. And I think about that moment uh, often because I was I so naive, that so green. Um, and it was a year after that that we got our first product on the shelf. Uh, and I started to learn the ropes. So, so, so interesting. So when you think back on those early days, maybe there's days even since then that you've had these moments where a time when you felt like, oh boy, this is a big one. This was a mess. It's over. Maybe it's not over, but especially in those early days, I think every great entrepreneur in every industry has had those mess ups um, along the way. Was there a big one that you recovered from, but you thought, oh, wow, this is really a lot. Oh, my God. I think it happens once every few months. No, <laughs> but it, I mean, I think anyone who says that those challenges don't come up regularly, you know, are fooling themselves because there are always challenges. And I have this philosophy. It's not the challenge you face. It's how you face the challenge. Um, you know, we had times early days where, you know, trucks would fall over and all the ingredients that we needed fell on the road and they were finished. And, you know, how do we get more? How do we pay for more? There were days where, you know, we, we went into sprouts uh, with our popsicles and they didn't sell. And we were told, come pick them up, just get them out of our store. And I had to, you know, buy them back. And that was a huge challenge. And to this day, even getting our, our freezies in there now, you know, it it's, has a longer term repercussion. But I think we learned so much. Uh, at, and I'm so happy because we learned it, a lot of those with popsicles, which we don't make uh -huh. at all anymore. I kind of learned that hard way. And I learned going into the frozen field, which I wouldn't go into frozen again for us. Everything we make is shelf stable. But it was a, a lot of learning there, a lot of learning around how do you finance a company? You know, how do you how do you do things properly? How, you know, everything, uh, you name it. Um, but I for us, we try to kind of learn with every single mistake, you know, along the way. So you, how long were you guys in Popsicles then before you decided to discontinue it? Yeah, it was about just uh, five and a half years, five oh. years. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. a while you were in it. Oh, it was a while. Yeah. And what was the moment that you just decided this just isn't working? I think when we launched our Superfruit Freezies and we really disrupted and we created a new category, which we drive to this day, which is the freeze at home, natural organic uh, products that, you know, we, we launched, we launched, we started with enough product that we thought would last a year and we sold out in months. Um, we launched them initially in Canada uh, and, uh, and then into the United States. And I think that's when we, I went, okay. You know, where our, our, our popsicles would move three, four units per week per store per skew, um, our freezies can move, you know, 40 to, to 200 units per week per store per skew. So, um, you know, when you have something that's moving 70 so units on more. average, <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, this is what it means to have a high velocity item. And we quickly learned from that. And uh, started to get out of the frozen novelties. So interesting. So funding a company is often super tough for first-time entrepreneurs, uh, not to mention women, for sure. 
Can you share more about how you've tackled the funding? And uh, you and I were briefly talking um, about that. But like, how do people fund these ideas uh, when you're first getting started? Yeah, I mean, my husband and I, you know, did a lot of funding in, in initially, you know, putting your house on a uh, big mortgage on the house and really kind of investing ourselves. I think our belief was, let's put in the money, understand this, um, and then open it up to friends and family. And, uh, you know, one of our uh, investors who is a retired lawyer in the M&A space is so, so smart. And he's one of, again, another amazing uh, advisor for me helped kind of put together friends and family who are so excited. And, you know, when we do AGMs or investor updates, I get lots of, you know, hearts and smiley faces and support. Um, and that's what got us to where we are today. And then just a little under 20% of our company are owned by uh, the team members. So we we started an employee stock option program. So I really love the feeling because it's very lonely when you uh-huh. are, you know, starting out and you're the CEO, which sounds glamorous, right? But it's it can be very lonely, especially as a female founder. And um, I feel like now I have a, a group of partners and all our executive team um, have invested in the company. And uh, I really see them all as, as my partners. Where do you feel like you're spending the most amount of your time? You and I are, are both part of this group, EY Winning Women. And one of the things that I remember... Uh, learning and really, frankly, them pushing on us was spending time outside of the of the company as much as possible. And especially in those early days, that's tough, right? It's like you're trying to build your team, you're trying to make sure you're going to plants, etc. Do you feel like you spend a lot of time outside of the company now? Uh, it's interesting, because I had to go through a period where it was tough on the marriage, tough on family, where I actually decided I have to exit from my social life, unfortunately, um, other than kids, husband and work. Um, So whenever I have free time and now I'm traveling a lot, um, I was supposed to be away for four or five days. I'm on, I don't know, day 16 right now and about to go away for another month. I won't be home in like almost two months. So it's um, it's it's tough. And and we're in a heavy growth phase right now. We're not at the beginning. We're at a big, big phase. But early days, it was tough. I mean, I used to just, and I had this philosophy, and I don't know if if others do this as well, where if my kids called, I would answer the call no matter what, unless I was on like a call and I would have to say, I'll call you right back. But they're the only ones. And, you know, sometimes they'll say to me, oh, you didn't tell me this happened at DB's. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm, this is about you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, you don't need to know all that stuff. If you want to know, I'll tell you. But I'm really focused on you because I love you and I want to be a mom. And I tried to go on the field trips and I tried to do, you know, all the things that I wanted to do because I used to, you know, take off in an airplane, look down at their school and start to cry. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It is hard. Yeah, definitely. So how hard is it to do? uh, You are you still live in Canada, correct? So how hard is it to actually run a company that, I mean, the majority of your business is in the U.S., right? And yet you're in Canada. And do you feel like it's it's tough or not really? I mean, it's so tough. It is tough. (laughs) It has its moments for sure. It is. Uh, You know, and I think because we're this year, we're growing so much. um, 
and we're just we've gotten so big uh, that I am now spending. I think you know this is I think my eighth city, and I'm about to visit another three cities uh, over a two month period. Um, I just feel like I'm on a plane and in a hotel room all the time. And I said to my husband, I'm like, I'm just going with it. Like, this is fun. Look at where DBs is taking me. Wow, yeah. this is cool. I was in Cape May and, you know, near New Jersey. And, you know, and I try and just say, okay, I'm in the moment. Let's just find the beauty in the moment. Because it is tough when you wake up and you're kind of like, where am I? You know, which city am I in? Which Whose bed is this? Like, you know, yeah. it's just... I know I would take I would take pictures of uh, the uh, of the hotel room, you know, because I couldn't remember what number I was in after a while. It's like I'd want to stay at a different chain because I was uh, nervous that I wouldn't remember the number unless it was uh, the, the hallways looked a little bit different. So I, I totally get it. Totally. I take the little key thing that has the number of the room you're in uh-huh. so that I can look at it. So I same thing. Like I'm like, which which room number yeah. is it? No, definitely. And is, so do you feel like you're spending a majority of your, like, where are you spending the most amount of your time? So you're traveling a lot, but are you spending with buyers or where do you feel like the the majority of your time is spent? You know, I have an amazing team. Um, I used to do all the sales. I used to do so many of the jobs, like so many of us do in early days. Um, and I'm so lucky. Uh, you know, Brian Braden came from Cliff Bar and he's he's our chief growth officer and he's really in charge of growth. And Eddie Orso came. He was a buyer at a big store in Canada and he was selling a crazy large amount of product. We phoned him and like, what are you doing? Are you like wholesaling this? It was yeah. like hundreds of bags per week per store. Um, and he, he ended up moving to California and he's our, our sales manager. And, you know, Priscilla is in Texas and they are doing sales. Um, I'm really out. Um, talking about the brand, doing financing, making sure our capitalization is in, in place with our CFO, Ashley. And um, going, I, like I went and met a whole bunch of GMs at Costco and stopped in the stores and said hi and bought the product. And, um, you know, going to our factories and going and making sure our team is really happy. And there's just, and then doing a lot of talking, um, yeah. talking at female entrepreneurship events and I which I love to do like I like you I love sharing my knowledge and you know there's so many landmines that come in the way uh, as you're as you traverse your path you know and it feels good to share what do you think has been the most surprising aspect of of uh, growing the company Um, you and I were talking for a minute you guys are just killing it right now and growth I mean, gr- growth sounds great, but it's also challenging at times. I mean, trying to figure out not only the financial side of, of growth and you've got to pay for things ahead of selling them and all of that, but also I would imagine finding line time and things like that <laughs> is, is you know, you've got to kind of jockey and negotiate for that sort of stuff. But what what do you find is sort of the most challenging today? Well, it's really interesting because I was talking to uh, someone who's quite, who's very well versed in in the area of CPG, and and he and he said to me, you know, what keeps you up at night? And I said, well, it depends on which day you ask me, because <laughs> it might be this or it might be that or it might be this, um, because like, we're always working on. Like I have, I, I think of the uh, like a wheel of a bike, and you're driving your bike and it goes smoothly, and if one spoke bends, then the wheel comes to like a creeching kind of bulking, doesn't move. And, it, you know, if you straighten out each of these spokes with your team, it moves sl- smoothly. And um, I think, you know, uh, making sure that we meet 
the demand. We've got a lot of demand. We've got a lot of growth. Um, and we have a great team and we're meeting that demand. But it, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to make sure that the packaging is right. Uh, you know, when they print uh, your your tubes for the freezies, are, is the size right? If it's off by a half a millimeter, you got to reprint everything. And, you know, so like every single step of the way, there's a piece of equipment missing. Hey, where's that tracking number? Let's make sure it's on its way. Are we sure it's the right thing? And so it's, you know, it's it's looking and having a hand on all those things while you're still dealing with other issues like, you know, making sure all the capitalization is there. And so I think being aware on a high level of what's going on uh -huh. and then empowering the team members around you and the leaders to lead it. Um, this is the only way you can manage kind of the intensity of what of, of this type of growth. So you're doing a ton of speaking and getting your story out. What else has worked for you in terms of getting the word out about the DB's Organics brand? You know, it's really amazing. It's been really organic for us, which I feel very lucky. Um, people literally bump into us in Costco and Walmart and Kroger and wherever they may be. Bushes, you name it, stores all over um, that are amazing partners. And they literally bump into us. Uh, when they're shopping and, and they tend to go, oh, my God, this is all organic. It's all fruit. Then they turn it over and they go, oh, my gosh, this is woman owned. And this is this. And, you know, we hear it a lot on on online. And so I think we're lucky because it grew very organically. So we're just people have always said, wow, you spend very little on marketing. And, you know, I, we're fortunate because I think the brand speaks for itself, which we're very lucky about. Um and now we've got really, we're putting together a powerhouse team on the brand and marketing side that are helping because because now we're launching more products um, and making sure that, you know, that story gets out there. And uh, we just launched our colorful world, which is really kind of my dream and my vision that finally that came to life. Uh, so it's, what is, it's what is that? Actually, I'd love to hear what that is. Yeah. So, you know, a colorful world for me means so many things. It means that we use the most beautiful organic fruits um, that we'd never add coloring, artificial coloring, anything like that to our to our products. But um, it's about the deliciousness of, of organic fruit but and the products that we're making. But it's also about the colorful world of DVs. So it doesn't matter who you are. We want you to be an individual and to represent yourself authentically at DVs. So we have and many, many varied um, people in the, in our company. And we want them to feel like this is a safe place for them to be. Whether it's, you know, a people of color, LGBTQ community, women, um, minorities, religion, it doesn't matter what. Um, we are all in this together. And I used to teach anatomy and physiology in, at, at university. And when you peel off a tiny little layer of our skin, we are all the same. And I think DBs is a place where that authenticity shines through. And I always say to people, call anyone on our team and ask them how they feel about that and our mission of living authentically, you know, enabling people to enjoy our products um, that are very authentic. And, um, and also, you know, putting it out there that we are supporters of communities, um, whoever they may be. So that's awesome. It, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And then I think our dream launcher fits in there too. That's very, very cool. So best advice that you've ever received, uh, at, I guess, in the business world, I, I feel like maybe there's other advice for 
parenting or uh, as a human, uh, as a female, whatever. But from a business perspective, what is the best advice that you've ever received? I think, and I think I live it now, and I think I heard it all early days, was be humble enough to know what you don't know. Uh-huh. And um, I don't think I ever could have said it better. I don't know if that was exactly how it was said to me, but I live that every single day. Um, and it keeps my feet very grounded. Um, and I think keeps authenticity is just to be humble and enjoy the journey. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Dion, for coming on and best of luck with everything. You guys are killing it. And we'll have all the information in the show notes uh, to let people know where to get DB's Organics. But uh, it's available in stores, online, Amazon, et cetera. And it is uh, the perfect item um, to throw in lunch boxes. But even if you don't have kids that have lunch boxes, uh, just to grab something quick as you're running out the door, we found, as I was mentioning to DB in our house, um, that even my youngest is a senior in high school and he, he'll grab them just as a snack. And, uh, and they're just really, really awesome. So. Um, you've done a super nice job so thank you everyone and have a great rest of the week and thank you for having me on thanks again for listening to the Kara Golden Show if you would please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit and of course feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023. And goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Kara Golden. Thanks for listening. <laughs>